All right, here we are, back again. Episode 10! Holy shit, we made it to episode 10! We need like a special theme song for that. We might. we might. Well, maybe when we hit like 2025, we'll, we'll have a special theme song. That's I'm hoping either a special theme song or maybe like a live show. Shh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know if we'd make 10. I figured we'd have like 10 people listen to us and that'd <laughs> be it. This was, this was a summer project and then we'd be done. I thought the same thing. Uh, but no, people have been listening. It's been pretty awesome. Uh, I'm excited. Um, lots to talk about. Um, yeah. Listen, listen, listen. You hear that? I hear nothing. Exactly. Because we are no longer <laughs> in the old studio, which was the kitchen studio. We're in the new stu- studio, which Macaul- is... Macaulay Music Studios. Macaulay Music Studios. That's right. Our new sponsor. Uh, you'll be hearing some of that later on in, in our ads. Definitely. And I re- but, uh, really, this is a great spot. really appreciate him helping us out, giving Absolutely. us a place to do this. This is you know? great. There's like musical instruments everywhere. Yeah, and If we feel like... If I want to get up and just start jamming on the xylophone, I can. Not that that's my instrument of choice. Please don't. (laughs) Don't No, but it's nice, you know. We 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 were just saying how you know it's it's eerily quiet at times. We don't have the cat door swinging anymore. We don't have cats jumping in our laps making noise. We don't have my neighbors walking up and down the stairs. So it's. It's yep. kind of it's gonna be different. We don't, we don't have to displace your entire family. Yeah, when my wife kicks in the door five hours into a three-hour podcast. <laughs> not that we were yeah. mad about yeah, that. Yeah, no, not we that that's a bad thing. We get it. It was all good. It's true. It, it pissed it, me off a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I had, I had, more I had, editing on your end. I, I get I had, it. I had flow going it. too. I was right in the middle of <laughs> right. some some deep mm. thought-provoking. Yeah. you know, like I usually threw am. Threw the whole fucking thing off I by coming in. We but had, we had to edit it out, and I threw in a joke instead. We don't have that problem now nope. because here we are, Macaulay Studios. Uh, definitely check it out. Go online. Yeah, um, we'll post a link on our Facebook page. Absolutely, too. we so will. We'll put it hit on up, there. Hit up our site, and we'll send you right over there. I'll sneak a photo before we leave so we can show it off. Ooh, oh yeah, we'll do, it, uh, we'll, we'll uh, do it over there at the piano. And Ussy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> Is that what they call them? Uh, I hate myself That's, a little bit. For yeah, that. I can't even believe you said that. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a great new spot. It's quiet. It's going to be great for the podcast. Um, you know, he's scratching our backs. We're scratching his front. We're going to help each other out. <laughs> I'll let you do the scratching. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. So yeah, no, the studio space is great. You know, um, it's, it's pretty exciting. Definitely. And for um, being in the new studio, our first guest... Uh, to join us in the new space, which is nice. Oh, before we introduce her, I just want to say, uh, as nice of a spot as this is, getting here was interesting because... Um, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I gps the directions, and I thought I was going one way, and uh, it took me another way, which shaved off like seven minutes. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go that way. But it was all back roads. Literally, yeah. not one car passed me on the entire drive here. Um, the road was narrow for like one vehicle and i swear to god i drove through someone's yard to get here the house is on one side of the street the garage is on the other where all the cars are parked and i'm sandwiched in a single and i'm like i just drove through someone's yard (laughs) this is uh you know what being like remote like this you figure it it makes a good studio spot because totally you can play drums recording at 11 o'clock at night and your neighbor's not going to come over and the nearest house is like Half a mile down the road, yeah, which yeah. is pretty sweet. It's no, a good, great, it's a great good spot, quiet spot, which yep, is nice. Definitely. And we can say whatever we want, and no one's gonna stop. Well, we we're gonna say yeah, whatever we do that we anyway. Want. <laughs> Nothing stops us. Nice. So that brings me back to what I was getting to. Our first guest in the new studio, we want to welcome Ashley Lopes. 
Welcome to the studio. She brought her own theme music. That's it, right? I have my own theme music. I brought my shaded glitch glasses. There you go. I'm ready to nice, go. Nice, nice. Shaded glitch. That's right. Our our original music opening and yep. close. Mm -hmm. The man with the fat. Beats. Yeah, we just introduced, we just chatted with him in in our last episode, which was a lot of fun. It was great having him on. But now That's we got right. Ashley Lopes in the studio, and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff today. We're going to get into um, Ashley's past a little bit, into the in in her foray into theater. Her dark, sultry <laughs> All the Ooh. things she had to do to get the part she got. Um, also, they know uh, you know, me by the first name at the clinic. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Ashley not only uh, you know has worked a lot with the Encore Repertory Company, um, she's also one of Encore's directors. So you know we'll definitely get into some of that. Yep. Um, some I don't know if we talked about it in any of the other podcasts, but Ashley actually met her husband doing theater at Encore. So we'll get into that. And uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So let's get right yeah, into it. Um, so oh yeah, and also. She's in Mary Poppins. You know, it, it took us so long before we could even start talking about it. I mean, that's like my usually launch. I'm like, Mary Poppins! Because, of course, everything's about Mary Poppins right now. But yeah, she's also in Mary Poppins. So we'll definitely uh, talk about that, too. Uh, so, Ashley, where did you get your start in community theater? Uh, I actually didn't start community theater until about age 19. Wow, she's a late bloomer. Yeah. Uh, well, actually... <laughs> I didn't get cast in my first show until I was about 19, but I auditioned. I love this story. I auditioned for a show the day after I graduated high school. It was, I got, we graduated, and then the very next day I went to an audition at the stadium for Beauty and the Beast. Was it Encore's Beauty and the Beast? It was Encore's Beauty and the Beast. Uh -oh. Beast. Was, was that the, the first one? It, it 2005. Was one with, it was the one yeah. with Amanda Palmer. Yep. yep. Uh, I went with my friend Eric DeNoyer. Uh, we graduated. We went through Who was cast together. in the show? Who was cast in the show? He was like a salt shaker or a pepper shaker? Uh, he was or Pepper. He was very excited to be Pepper. <laughs> he was a pepper shaker. Uh, I went to the audition. It was my first time doing a big audition. I didn't really do theater in school. Like third grade, maybe did like a little show. I don't really remember. Clearly, it's not that important. <laughs> um, but I remember going to the audition. I screwed up my song. Uh, I don't even think you had me read at that point. If it was a read, it was like for two seconds. <laughs> we had a lot then, of, uh, let me just say, we had a lot of people come out audition for that show. There was a lot of people. I remember a lot of people. And then the dance, <laughs> Eric and I were not very good dancers, so we tried to stay near the back. And uh, I didn't, did not get a call. <laughs> I was like, at the time, I was like, wow, this guy is a dick. I thought I was really into it. <laughs> no, wait a minute. You didn't get a call at all? Well, I wasn't cast. Okay, you didn't get cast. Yeah, everybody gets called. Everybody no, gets yeah, a no, call. No, no. Yeah. I did not get cast, but Eric did. And I was like, at the time, I was like, what the hell? I love Disney. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my so, favorite movie. So, you say so, so who, who directed that? That, that would be I. Oh, that, was, that, yeah. was, that was a oh, French I show. would be the dick she's referring to. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, what the hell? But now looking back on it, I was like, I would not even cast me. I, would, yeah. I wouldn't even like have given no, here's the thing. time so it's, it's, it's your first show, your yeah. first audition. Yeah. What made you want to audition? Was it just the fact that it was Beauty and the Beast? You know, you said maybe in third grade you had done some stuff. What, what, where was the, where was that spark of, oh, I really want to go and try this? Well, uh, as a young child, my parents were like, all right, go try stuff. So they signed me up for dance at like age five. I took jazz. I think I tried ballet for like all of two seconds. Realized <laughs> I'm not very graceful. Um, I did that for like three years, and then all growing up, like my aunts and my mom would take me to see shows. We went and saw Christmas Carol at City Nights. 
for a couple years that became a tradition and then I saw Phantom of the Opera my first big musical at um, PPAC and I was blown away I was like this is awesome and I saw (laughs) Peter Pan uh, Grease Miss Saigon I was like all right this is pretty freaking cool but then I went to high school I switched to softball now what high school did you go to I went to Cumberland High School did Cumberland High School have a drama department not really like I took a drama class Mm -hmm. where we had to do like monologues and like Romeo and Juliet scenes and they're kind of sucky but (laughs) Shakespeare (laughs) I love Shakespeare though that's the thing I was the dork in high school that would sit there and read Shakespeare plays summer vacation just because I could yeah yep that is a dork. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, and so that's, that's pretty, uh, 100% it's very exciting. Dork. Really, yeah, right. Really. But when I was in school, they didn't really put on shows. So mm-hmm. there's really no outlet. And I saw Eric in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream. Wow. <laughs> Why is it every podcast we come to that show's always on? Oh, did, did you know John was in that show? <laughs> I, okay. I shared an English class with Eric and he would come in and he would show me his self-tanner. He's like, I got the lead in the show, but I'm pissed off because they split the they split the casting. They won't even let me finish the show. That's he got like the best songs anyway, so screw him. So, I actually saw the show twice. Twice, because I, w- I was like, this this theater's really cool. This is a great now, that was your space. First that was my time first time going So I, I probably inspired you to join community It was. Theater. I was like, if it, that guy can do it. Anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a podcast. You can't see my face right now, but I am rolling my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, no, actually, yeah, it was basically because... <laughs> I love you, John, so much. You inspire me uh, every day. Um, <laughs> it was actually my friendship with Eric that kind of got me. If, right. if he hadn't been like, come audition I'll, I'll even drive you we'll go together I probably wouldn't have even had the balls to audition for you guys so you come out you audition for Beauty and the Beast did not get cast did not get cast but Eric's in the show Eric's so in the I'm show. assuming you come and see it I saw it all three weekends oh did you really I, wow. I'm not joking now that's back in the day when we were able yeah, to yeah. do we've only done two shows for three weekends and that was the, I think that was one of two that was one of the two uh, I think Joseph was the other three weekend show, was it not? Didn't we do that for three weekends? And then we were like, no way in hell yeah. we ever yes. do three weekends again. Yeah, it was Joseph just was way too weekend. much. Yeah, it was a crazy amount of time. That was nice. Um, that was before yeah. the days where we had rehearsals down too, so. Well, by second Sunday closing, like, you're like, I'm done. I'm done. I, I don't oh, yeah. want to come back. Oh, you I got a midweek. Sunday. First I, Sunday, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> it can be midweek uh, tech week. I'm like, all right, let's get this over with. All right, we're done. I'm ready to sh- was ready to shave my beard. <laughs> so you come. See Beauty and the Beast all three weekends. Yes. It's an impressive show. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty. It pretty was. Cool. Pr- it was really. Good. I was like, all right, this. This. I can understand why it wasn't a spoon or a fork. That's fine. <laughs> fine, I'll let it go. But after that, I didn't do anything until um, after my first year of college at Rhode Island College. Now, were you going to college for theater, or were you just going? At that point, I was leaning towards it. I was mm-hmm. like, at least I can do like backstage stuff. Like right, maybe the I can do aspect. that. Yeah. Sure. I was like, I don't necessarily need to be on stage. So I took like a intro to theater class and they kind of covered everything. And then summer vacation comes up and I remember looking in the newspaper on a Sunday afternoon and this theater company called Daydream Theater was having auditions for Macbeth. I was like, oh, I really like now, that show. Now where, where, where were they located? They were at the time located um, at Bell Street Chapel. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've I actually since saw a, moved. a horror film festival there with a friend of mine <laughs> so i'm familiar with the space yeah small oh it's yeah small it's place. a cute little space yeah, it is a good space another theater company that likes to do like three weekends of the oh, show geez. but they wanted to do for Macbeth just one week summer 
like a summer stock type of deal. Sure. We actually performed in Goddard Park. Oh in the woods like there was no set we had to like fight around the trees and stuff <laughs> we had to change in between people's oh, cars geez. oh it was awesome <laughs> but <laughs> i was just like all right whatever so i go to the audition i was like i know where it is because they had they were gonna have rehearsals at rick they were gonna have the auditions at rick i was like i know where rick is i'm gonna go and try it out and i go i did a monologue i don't even remember what it was from and I don't know if it's because they didn't have that many people show up or if they actually liked me, but they're like, you're going to be murderer number one. I was like, yes, I'm going to show. Yeah, murderer number one. Murderer number one with lines. I was like nice. the lead murderer. And I was all right. excited. They gave me like a real knife, Ooh. but it was dull, obviously. <laughs> I remember like it had a naked lady painted on the handle. Oh, cool. I was like, this is cool. And I had like a corset. I was like, this is badass. So that was my first show. Um, is now... That was is a, that company still around? Are they still doing stuff? They are around. Um, oh. The director was Don Carrara. He did a couple of shows with them, but mostly um, Lenny Schwartz. Okay. Um, he writes his own sure. stuff. And uh, I was in like two more of his shows that he wrote nice. with Daydream. Nice, nice. So that was fun. So that was 2006. My so first that was your show. first on stage or in the woods. In the woods. <laughs> yeah. On stage. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay, so that wraps up. That wraps up. Um, and then, I have so much, I don't remember. She, she's cheating. <laughs> I am totally cheating. I am looking at I my I think you're coming resume. back to the stadium because yes. your friend okay. Eric yes. is actually directing yeah, his yeah. first show yes. with the Encore Repertory Company. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be directing James and the Giant Peach. Why don't you just come audition? I was like, oh, there's no music. I don't have to sing. I don't have to dance. Cool. Now, it's crazy because that show... I originally thought was a musical. I mean, it's one of those big spectacles yeah. where there's all these great costumes and all these different characters. And Eric Denori had some, I mean, at the time he had some wild ideas, <laughs> not realizing how smart he actually was and how he was able to create, he would tell us he was gonna have this giant tree. Yep. And I was like, I don't even know how he's gonna pull it off. And then you see it and you're like, Oh, that's how we pulled it off. Yeah, that tree yeah. lasted wild. for a while. Yeah, that tree too. was around through a couple of moves. I love it. A couple it. of warehouse moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that show was that yeah, was crazy. That was a crazy little so show. I auditioned for that. He gave me like a couple like little bit parts, and I show up to the first rehearsal, and he's like, "Hey, I really need a stage manager. Would you be willing to do that?" I was like, "And be on stage?" He's like, "Yeah, you you can do it. I've never stage managed before. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell they're doing. I've never worked at the stadium." But I was like, "You know what, Eric." Fine, I'll do it. Oh my god. <laughs> I will never do that to myself again. Now for people who don't really know the ins and outs of stage managing, I will say for the record, I have n I've done a lot of jobs within the theater. I have never stage managed a show. And I'm gonna tell you why. It is the shittiest job. <laughs> However, if you can get a good stage manager, you get a, I take my hat off to them because someone who's a really good stage manager, someone who can be the director's right hand, yep. that is like worth its gold completely. A good stage manager, I'm not, I'm not gonna say they're hard to find, but when you get a good one, hold on to them because yeah. that's who you want to, those are the kind of stage managers you want to work with. You don't let those It's go. a thankless job. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a constant berating. I mean, and you've stage managed for me. Oh, so yeah. You, you know what it's like to work with me it's as a, a director. It's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but perfection is, mm. uh, is you know accepted. what? Sitting at the light board and you can just feel Fred staring at the <laughs> yeah. back of your head. And if you get perfection, it's not good enough. You'll it's never be told never. that you never. got perfection. Never. It's only once you fuck up that yeah. then you'll know. That's yep. true. It's it is true. true. It's true. Um, 
So you stage manage and you're in the show. Yes. And the last day of the show, uh, Muriel was actually the producer for that show. And I told her, I was like, this was really fun. I really like you guys. If you ever need me to do anything, just call me. So three days go by and I get a phone call from Muriel. She's like, hey, you said, you know, if, if you, you know, if we needed you, you'd be willing to come and help out. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever you need. She goes, okay, well, we're doing this musical and one of the people just dropped. Would you, you can sing and dance, right? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I can. Now, do you have vocal training? I don't at all. At all? Nope. And no very vocal. little dance very training. Very little dance background. So I was like, yeah, I can sing and dance, whatever. Like I had been in chorus in high school. Sure. Like it's nothing big. <laughs> like whatever. So she's like, all right, we're doing uh, the best little whorehouse in Texas. Right. I was like, <laughs> I will be there. I will absolutely be at the show. I will do whatever you want. Thinking right. I'm going to have this cool part. I show up. I'm one of the fucking good girls. Well, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> now here's the thing. So I'm directing Whorehouse, and I have not met Ashley yet. No, I've seen you in James and the Giant Peach. Yes. Um, I had heard of you because I knew you were a friend of Eric's, um, but I didn't know you personally. No. So, yeah, we had a, a – we were short. We were short a couple of Melvin P. Thorpe singers. Yes. Um, the ones we had were a little crazy and odd, uh, so I needed a few, a few more. Um, so, you know, my producer put the feelers out, and um, through uh, my producer, who was Anna at the time, and Muriel um, – they reached out and brought Ashley in. And you are, you are, you are a great Melvin P. dancer. <laughs> you were yes. one of the, the bad guys, oh, if you will. Oh my God. I, what was one of my, I had a solo line, something about. Was it like, dirty. Get out of our town! <laughs> and I kept the sign. The nice. sign with the naked lady nice. with the That's crisscross right. through her. I That's kept right. it. I don't That's know where awesome. it is now, but I kept it. Yeah. We had Megan Brunolt on recently. We were talking about Whorehouse and. Uh, the scene that she had to open act to with, with John St. Martin. Martin. Yeah. Oh my god, that was my first time meeting him, and I was uh, like, you are the sweetest old man. That was such a fun show to oh, do. Man. Now, um, as you'll hear later on as we get a little further in, Ashley's been on stage numerous amounts of times since then, yeah. and she has no problem being scantily clad on stage. Mm-hmm. However, it's her first time working one of our big shows, um, you know, with me, and we're like, yeah, you don't get to take your clothes off this time. Yeah, um, I was buttoned literally up with she had a, the blue button up. up. So I'll, I'll be honest, I never realized that you got your start like that late into encore mm-hmm. to then go from that though like you did like zero to a thousand. Just basically, yeah. I actually, when I was coming up with my resume, I was like, this is my Mary Poppins is my thirtieth show. With Encore. In nine years. Yeah. So now while you're, even before you got to Whorehouse, yep. you're kind of like jumping back and forth a little bit between that other company yep. where you did that cha- Daydream and yep. Encore. Yep. So it's like you're doing this real big stuff at Encore, but you're still doing a couple little yeah. things with them. Like it, I think it's what, Ten Little Indians? Is that? Ten Little, in, uh, little Indians came up later where I played an old lady. Man of Tomorrow? Is that uh, another one that you had done? <laughs> that's uh, Lenny Schwartz. Oh, original. that was an original? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's about this geeky superhero and he has this arch nemesis. Nemesis, and I played a scantily clad. And there you go. See, there that it is. is. There it is. Evil Getting to take your clothes off eventually. It was great. Like the skirt was up to here, my shirt was down to here. I'm like, oh, nice. sorry, Grandma. Nice. And she came to all the shows. So, and you're so you're working with them. You're working with Encore, and you're still in school. Yes. So, yes. Um, do you do any productions at Rick? Um, I did a couple. The first one I did, um, I absolutely love the show, is You Can't Take It With You. Okay. It's a straight show. It's mm-hmm. three acts. And the part I had was the Grand Duchess Olya Katrina oh, with a Russian me. accent. 
I love the part. Three acts, so we had two intermissions. Wow. While everyone else was getting ready, two hours before, I sat there in the green room. I didn't start getting ready till the show started. <laughs> I had to turn myself into an old lady, put on this dress, this wig. Act three comes in. I come in for like maybe 20 lines, and I leave, and they all loved me. I was like, this is easy. <laughs> now, actually, uh, not only is you know, she on the stage, not only is she a director... A stage manager. She also does a lot with hair and makeup as yeah, well. Yes. So where where would you, would you say that show is where you start getting into that hair and makeup? Well, or was it before that? When you go to Rick um, and you start getting involved with their main stage shows, they, um, they have people specifically from the makeup department. They come in, they bring you your face chart, they give you the exact amount of makeup you're going to need, and starting... Tech Sunday, they're like, okay, this is how you do it. Have you had makeup class? And at that point, I hadn't taken any makeup classes. And they're like, all right, well, this is how you age yourself. And they would let me do it myself. And they're like, okay, you just need to blend a little bit here, there, and you're good. So it's kind of like learn on the fly type of deal. So would you say you took to it quickly? Or did I you did. like look I've like a demonic clown the first oh, couple of times? You and the clowns, man. <laughs> no, I, I've always... No clowns. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, that what did happen in makeup class. <laughs> Um, no, I, I took to it kind of quickly because I, I've always been interested in makeup. Um, when I get bored, I just play with different styles and mm. just play around. So that was easy for me. And then I did end up taking the stage makeup class that they offered Eventually. at Rick. Nice. So you do that show at Rick, and what was the other show you did at Rick? Um, main stage was... Uh, this is awful. It's been so long since I went to school. Mm. Um, Never the Sinner Never was the a center. growing stage, which they let students, like grad students, direct. Oh, okay. So it gave them a chance, um, and I played... Uh, a man named Robert Crow, who was the defense attorney. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, yeah right? I had yeah. a three-piece suit and everything. Was it originally like one of those, It was it supposed to be a man? They it, just didn't have a guy, so they're like, hey, we're going to change the role Well, for we auditioned, and they're like, all right, we're going to have you read for the girl part, but we also think you could handle this part, and we're willing to gender bend for right, you. Right, right, right. I was like, all right, fine. But Ash is like, oh yeah. I was I'm like, I don't, the really, I don't really care. <laughs> I was like, you really have no one else to play this part, but it ended up working out really well. Nice. And if you can't tell, I have a deep voice to begin with. <laughs> uh, so that really wasn't difficult. I was excited. I was like, I get a three piece suit. Nice. Uh, I get to slick my hair Classic. back. Briefcase? Uh, yeah, briefcase. Nice. I had the glasses. Nice. They even gave me a little bit of a fat belly. It was a good time. <laughs> Hiding these things, though, is, is always tough every time I play a dude. Duct tape. Ugh. Let me tell you. Take it's, the girls yeah, down. Okay. You, we'll tape you down. And see how <laughs> we should have taped Joe's down. You can't see, down. but I'm grabbing my mango right now. Um, so you do those shows at school. Yep. Um, now, did you graduate? I did not graduate. I went for five years. Um, I did most of my credits for the theater major, mm-hmm. uh, theater performance. Um, but at Rick, it's very difficult to graduate. Um so they weren't really offering the general education classes that I needed. So at that point, I was like, I need to go work, make money, and then maybe I'll go back. And now it's like 10 years later. Welcome to the club. Welcome exactly. Exactly. Back, uh, so you, you, you come out of rip, you're, you're wrapping up there, and then you come and audition for probably, in my opinion, one of the most memorable roles that you've did. <sighs> Um, you audition for Greece, I and did. you get the role of. I got Jan. She gets Jan. Even though I fucked up that audition too. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. <Unprepared. laughs> well, 
okay, so did you I'm, not listen to the audition podcast? Oh wait, we just did that. Yeah. That doesn't help you. It, it was no, available then. Yeah. No. I oh I have it written down now. But no, at that point, you guys would take us in. We all had to wait outside, like near where the will call booth is. Mm-hmm. And Greg Matos was sitting right next to me. He came up to me, just saying, anyone who met him and knows how pretty he is. He <laughs> Greg came Matos up ends up yeah. getting cast as Danny Zuko. Yeah. He came up to me and friended me like that. So I was like, all right, <laughs> I got this. So you guys brought us into the lobby 10 at a time, and one at a time, we'd go into the theater, sing our song, come back up. Well, he went first, and he sounded amazing. I was like, well, this is great for my confidence. I'm going to sound like shit. But I was like, you know what? I got this. I'm going to go up there. Well, what, ha- what happened was we started doing our Encore Kids program, and during the Encore Kids auditions, they were all closed. And because I started doing a lot of those shows, I liked the process. I was like, I like only having one person. It's quiet. I'm not, you know, having my stage manager run up and tell the people in the lobby to shut up every 10 minutes. Yep. I was like, we're going to do a closed audition for Greece. So we did. We kept them all outside. I Luckily, it was, it. it was, you know, it was it's between spring and summer. It was early. Um, yeah. Because that ended up being like a, a summer or a fall show, I think. Yes, it was um, uh, in October. It was in October. Now. So, yeah. So, we're probably in July. We're doing these auditions. So, it was nice enough weather and it's all covered anyway. Yeah. But yeah everybody was outside and we did. We only brought them in a couple of times. So, it's my turn to go up and sing. And I'd been practicing the song. I learned a song from the show. And I get up there and Mark starts playing the music. And the words just completely leave my mind. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just completely forgot what I'm doing. <laughs> so then someone hands me the book and I'm literally standing there with the book in my face trying to remember the lyrics. And I finish the song. I'm like, okay, thanks. I walk out to the lobby. I'm like, I'm not getting cast again. This is not happening. So then you brought all 10 of us up for the reads and I love cold reads so much. Well, they're fun. Oh my God. It drives me nuts when people just stand there like, the cow says moo. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Insane. Like, have fun with it. No, so I'm up no there. Cow. No cow. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Well, the, the cat sticks the bull. Yeah. Today, Junior. Right? And it sucks when you're up there and you're, like, having fun and you're reading off people who are doing that and you're like, you're killing me. And the thing is, you're up there having a good time with it. And the people you're reading with are enjoying your performance, not realizing that that's what they should be doing because they're too busy watching you. I'm like, come on. You just gave me the best idea. I think I want to start going to auditions and auditioning auditioning poorly for sport. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say sit in the back and take the No, no. I'm going to go and audition and just like be that guy. Just be Be horrible. Be the example. And I'll sing like... Every time I go, I'm just going to say happy birthday. birthday. (laughs) It's going to be... Yeah, just... And just completely... Happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, so you had me read for Jan, like, I'm going to say three or four times, and then Frenchie a couple times. And then we all did this dance, and I was sweating like an idiot afterwards. And I went home. I was like, you know what? I feel better about that. It's still a musical. I'm still not 100% comfortable with my voice. We'll see. So then... I don't even know how long the time was that you called me, but I I was taking a nap. I remember this. (laughs) Napping on my couch. The phone rings. I'm like, I don't know this number, but i got to answer it just in case. Hello? Uh, Yeah, this is uh, Fred Fortier with Encore Repertory Company. Can I speak to Ashley, please? Uh, uh, Yeah, this this is uh, Ashley. All right, uh, well, uh, we enjoyed your audition, and we'd like to offer you the part of Jan. I ran around my house <laughs> so fast. Like, I, at first, I thought it was a mistake. Like, there's no way you just said what I thought you said. <laughs> 
and you're like, yeah, first first rehearsal's coming up, and I got to, <laughs> and I show up to the first rehearsal. I'm like, I'm still Jan, right? <laughs> right? This is this is real. This is happening. It was great. I absolutely loved every second of it. One, of, it was a great show. We had so so many great talented actors in that show. Oh. Uh, you know, a lot of them have gone off to New York. Some going down to Florida. They're all over the place now. But I have fond memories of that show. That was that was, in my opinion, um, one of the first shows that set a bar for mm-hmm. Encore. I mean, we've been doing a lot of great shows. You know, we have a lot of fun with all this different stuff. Um, but that show was like a recognizable show. People started recognizing the name Encore. Yeah. Like, that's Encore show. Even though, as awesome as that show was, I got eviscerated in a review um, that someone wrote. Uh, oh, who was yeah. it? It was, you know what? I don't know what the publication was that it, uh, whoever, whatever they were writing for, whatever the paper was. I don't, I want to say it was the Phoenix, but I'm not sure. Anyway, um, I had this grand vision. Uh, we were going to open the show with the song Grease, which typically isn't in the show. Yeah. Um, it's from the movie. So yep. I was like, but I wanted to have it there. It's recognizable, it's iconic. I wanted to use it. So I said, we're going to have all the ensemble dance. Up and down the aisles to Greece, and the guy who sings uh, and the guy who plays uh, Vince Fontaine is going to sing because the guy we cast as Vince Fontaine had an amazing voice, but Vince Fontaine doesn't sing in the show, so yep. I didn't want to. I want to utilize Give his talent, so I'm like, you're gonna go out in front of the act curtain, you're gonna sing Greece, and they're gonna dance in the aisles. And I had that. That was like the first thing when they said, "Oh, we're gonna do Greece." I was like. We're going to dance in the aisles. I was like, that's what we're going to do. And this woman <laughs> tore me a new asshole saying it's unprofessional. Uh, it's it's so community theater. They should be above that. Literally, like, yeah, so, bashed I, me. So, so yeah. since the then, like, uh, I guess she's probably never seen, like, Lion King. On <laughs> exactly. Or, I know, right? Or, uh, Wait, what's, is that, that's a show? I know, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. She, and and I, was, I was, like, beside myself with the fact that she tore it apart. Because yeah. it was awesome. It was cool. It was fun. It's that kind of show where, you know, you can you can get away with doing stuff like that. Ma'am, it's, if you're listening, Fred, what, do you, what would you have to say to her? Um, have you seen what we've been doing lately? <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> I was just gonna go with that. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, seriously. Yeah, I, I, I remember was, that review. And, now. And, oh my god! Yeah. I, I, every once in a while, I'm like, of all the shows, she just tore a yep. new one. But you know what? Fuck that, because that show was great. It's all right. And she said nice things about me, so. <laughs> <laughs> this person has gone on and given us other reviews. Uh, they did do a lot of reviewing, but later on they had yeah. reviewed a few other things that we did, which was fine, but it was just that one thing. It was like, and you know what? I don't think I've done anything in the aisles since. Which, it's not she for that you, yeah. It's not for that reason, because I always make the joke, anytime I think I'm going to do something in the aisle, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll, no, I, maybe, I can't, I don't think I've done anything since. What about like a Christmas Carol? I think you've had some aisle, nothing major, but like walking in, caroling kind of stuff. Not that when not I you? did it. Other other people have done stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I I've avoided I it. I work backstage for I've, you, so yeah, I've I've avoided up. it. I've avoided it. Not for that reason. Oh, maybe it is for that reason. Maybe it's like stuck yeah, in it's my head. It's stuck there. Fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Let's Mary move Poppins. on. Move on. Yes, that's it. The whole show is happening in the aisles. <laughs> yes. Everybody's getting on the stage. Yes. Screw that. Okay, so Greece. Phenomenal Greece. show. She I plays Jan. I got nominated Jan. for Motif. She got no- exactly. 
Um, she ate Twinkies like a champ. Two boxes for two weekends by myself. And coleslaw and vanilla pudding and apple jelly sandwiches. Ooh. It was awesome. And, you know, and then trying to sing afterwards. And we want to make it authentic so it's yeah. not like we're faking it where we're giving oh, her no. like fake food. I'm like, oh yeah, no, we're going to get her all the food she needs to eat oh, for that yeah. scene. I and think I gave you... like 15 pounds <laughs> from Tech And you week. handled it like a trooper. I did. I was a little nervous when my skirt wasn't fit so great by the last Sunday. But okay, you got to do what nice. you got to do. Hey, Whatever. I haven't eaten a Twinkie since. <laughs> so grease wraps. Grease wraps. Uh, and that's a fall show for uh, for us. So we then roll into Christmas Carol. Yep, that was my first time Christmas Carol with you guys. Who directed that Christmas Carol? Do you remember? <sighs> was it? Yeah, no, oh, I don't even remember. Was... I'm not even sure. What year was it? That was the year you were the child woman. Um, oh, is this the first? Is that Chris O'Neill's? I've, no, Dave I've, Kane? I've never worked you with Dave Kane or Chris O'Neill. I've played the Charwoman like three times, so they're all like bashed in together. Yeah, there was a there was a few. There was Jen. I worked with Jen. Yeah. Um, um, I worked with Kevin. Worked with Mike. You were backstage for me. I was backstage for you. I was backstage for JB. You did it once, but that was was that before or after? Chris, that, that had to be that was old, like the first yeah, Christmas yeah. Carol. That was like the first Christmas. Carol. You know what? That the the first one probably was Jen. It was probably Jen because yeah. I remember. Um, oh, did, CJ did you do um, Laura's? Were you guys in the attic? No, I haven't heard forever. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one. It's so so unfortunate. We've lost so many people. Yeah. Uh, over the years, and just he he was great too. He did some amazing great. costume work for us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, but yeah. So I if if you're right, that was Jen. That was Jen. Uh, yep. So. You played the charwoman, which I is was, a great role. I, mean, I love the charwoman. I mean, you've heard me talk about Christmas Carol. I love Christmas Carol. And I always say, how do you screw up a Christmas Carol? Obviously, I've, I've found out how. <laughs> there are plenty of ways. <laughs> I've seen it done, and apparently I've done it too. So whatever. Uh, but yeah, charwoman, that's a great scene. Yeah. The old Joe scene is always... You come on, um, you're dirty, you're disgusting, and then you leave. You're the yeah. only comic relief in Exactly. All that you're too. the only lighthearted. <laughs> you give people a chance to laugh when it's getting really dark and yeah. serious. Yeah, and you need that. Yeah, that's fine. I played The Undertaker when I was 16 years old, and that was one of my favorite roles to play of all time. I will always, like, yeah. if anyone needs a chart woman, I will gladly be yeah, like, yep, I'm awesome. pretty sure I have it memorized, no matter what friggin' script you go with. I'll so not it. only are you, you know, you, now you've been on stage a bunch of times, you've had a chance to stage manage, you started getting involved in some of our other shows, you're doing costumes now, yep. um, for, I believe, Annie Jr. Uh, Annie Jr., yep, I did, uh, I was assistant costumer, and actually ended up taking over a big deal of it during Tech Week um, and did makeup for that show. So that was to, our Encore Kids show. I got to age like an eight-year-old to yeah. look like uh, FDR. <laughs> that was my nice. crowning achievement. Nice. I loved that's right. it. That's right. That's uh, right. Turned Tyler Bagnosh into yeah, Daddy Warbucks. Right. The skull cap. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. That was, that was tough. Cool. But yeah, so I got into costumes, makeup. You guys realize I was somewhat talented and doing it. <laughs> but staying on the stage, though, uh, we end up doing Bye Bye Birdie. Bye Bye Birdie. Again, with Dave yep. Gorgon. With Gabe, Gabe Peppa. <laughs> I'm talking for a little bit, right? I know. Ooh, Gentlemen? Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Memories. Yeah, that was... The show was fantastic. Yes. It was a little the, bit of a process, process getting there. Getting there, yes. Um, but, it it was know. a little difficult, but overall, it was a good time. It was a great show. No, and that, that was the last show I ever did. That, <laughs> <laughs> with good reason. Just, just saying. Yeah, that's the one where you took the lockers to the back, oh, right? Yeah. It yep. took you down in the alley. We talked about that yep. on, on one of the other yeah. podcasts. Yep. That was a, that was yeah. a dangerous show all It was around. good. All, all the stuff that, like, that actually is probably what, 
pushed me to do tech myself. Yeah, you wanted to. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, fuck, we can do this better. Tech-wise, tech-wise, you know? It was a great show. It was a great show. Great cast. Um, I, I got to be in, on stage. I'm not on stage that yeah. often. Um, that was a lot of fun. And you played Gloria. I was Gloria Rasputin. That's right. Role. Oh, I that love it. Another role. I come on for like a couple lines and then I leave. So we're going we're gonna to take a break real quick. But when we come back, we're going to rewind a little bit because we forgot to talk about something back during yeah. Greece. Yeah, and I don't want to I don't wanna leave that hanging too long till the end. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk about that. So uh, we'll be back right after this break. The Encore Repertory Company presents... Mary Poppins, the Broadway musical, live at the Stadium Theater Performing Arts Center. Six shows, October 16th, 17th, 18th, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. You can check us out at the Encore Repertory Company by going to EncoreRepco.org or check out the Stadium Theater's website at StadiumTheater.com. Behind the Act Curtain is sponsored by Macaulay Music Studio featuring lessons in acoustic and electric guitar, electric bass, beginner piano, ages five and up. Also has a full featured recording studio that specializes in audition demos. You can visit the website at macaulaymusicstudio.com, Macaulay is spelled M-A-C-A-U-L-A-Y, or contacting Matt at 401-347-2390 or macaulaymusicstudio at gmail.com. And we are back talking with Ashley Lopes. Now, when I met you, you were Ashley Dugan. Yes. Well, um, legally, I'm still Dugan, but. Oh, 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 oh that's a whole other. Hold on. Let's, we didn't sign some paperwork. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, we left for the honeymoon right after, and then we came back and we went right into Les Mis. Gotcha. So I didn't really have gotcha. time, and now we're going on two years. All right, so we're going to back up a little bit. You'll get it eventually. Yeah, that's no, yeah, no maybe. hard. Yeah, before, <laughs> maybe before the kids show up. There you go. Uh, so back there in Greece, yes. uh, another gentleman has auditioned for that show, uh, and he actually gets cast as Kinnicky yes. uh, in that production. And uh, this would be Brian Lopes, um, who actually will strike up a relationship yeah, but, during this show. So tell us a little bit of how that went down. Well, okay, so the first read-through... Um, we stand up and we introduce ourselves, and I'm wearing a shirt that says Theater Geek and Proud of It. Uh, and I stood up and I was like, hi, I'm Ashley, I'm playing Jan, and as you can tell, I'm a theater geek. And I sat down, and Brian immediately thought, she's a fucking nerd. <laughs> he did not like me from the start, so then he stands up, he's like, oh, I'm Brian Lopes, I'm playing Knicky, and... Um, that's all I got to say. And he sat down, and I'm like, this guy's a fucking douche. Well, now, this is his first show. This is the first time he ever auditioned for yeah. us. I don't even, how did he find us? Do we know? His ex-girlfriend. Oh, who, and his ex-girlfriend knew about Encore? She just saw the audition for Grease. Oh, okay. And, so and she's she like, you should go it. audition for that. And she brought him to there. And yeah, anyway. Uh, so wait a minute. So when you say his ex-girlfriend. They weren't dating at the time. Technically. Technically, no. <laughs> They I were love, not I scandal. The word technically. <laughs> technically, get, no. Get they were just kids. friends. Okay. Best friends. Sure. Quote fingers going on okay. like crazy. Um, so he said. And I'm doing the lawnmower. Oh, yeah. Dance pull. That's for you, babe. <laughs> uh, so we didn't like each other. I was like, this guy's. He just stood up and he's a total douche. Whatever. So then rehearsals go on. And I'm like, all right, he's kind of funny. And that's how you get me. Like, if you're funny. And like we have the same sense of humor, we're gonna get along just fine. And we're hanging out. I'm like, all right, this guy's really cool. 
So one night after dance rehearsal, Brian, Mark, David Johnson, and I went to Applebee's. We had a couple of drinks. And it's always how it starts. At the bee. <laughs> at the bee. <laughs> at the bee. <laughs> so then Mark leaves and Brian and I are just hanging out in the parking lot. And then it turned into like a two-hour makeout session Ooh. in the parking oh, lot. Steamy. Steamy and hot. <laughs> but then after that, nothing really happened. So then Tech Sunday rolls around and I'm going, I'm being the good doobie going around. We're all leaving and I'm cleaning up everyone's dressing rooms. And I hear him on the phone. And he's like, all right, I'll be right over, babe. And he hangs up and I'm like, what the fuck egg is here? <laughs> so I go into his room and I'm turning all the lights off. And I'm like, babe? He's like, yeah, Amanda and I are dating now. I was like, oh, that's great. Now this is the ex? <laughs> this is the ex. This is the supposed Yes, ex. I find out. Text Sunday, I leave. I'm crying in the parking lot with, with Mark and Mike. And they're like, you don't need him. He's a douche. You're better than that. So whatever. I'm professional. We get along the rest of the two weekends of the show. And he brings her to Applebee's for the fucking cast Ooh. thing. And they sat at our fucking table. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you should have you gone up and just been like, so are we not making out tonight? No. What's, what's the At deal? At that point, I was just like, whatever. Nope. I'm just going to drink my sangria and I'm just going to Listen, whatever. Oh, Brian, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so then when the show wraps up, I don't, I don't see him anymore. So I was like, all right, I don't have to worry about it. So then Bye Bye Birdie rolls around. He auditioned the first night. I auditioned the second night. So I didn't even know he auditioned. Cast list comes out and... I see Brian Lopes as Albert. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta play his mother. <laughs> no, not his mother. I had auditioned for his mother. Uh, Foley got mom. Oh, Her and I were going back and right. forth. That's right. I had to play the girl right. that hits that's on him. Right. That's mm. right. So trying to be the bigger person, I texted him. I was like, hey, congrats on your part. He's like, oh, thanks. And he's like, you can, congrats to you too. I was like, all right. We're going to go in. It's going to be fine. Rehearsals start happening. And he takes me. We were rehearsing in the lobby one day. And he takes me upstairs. He's like, yeah, man, and I broke up. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. That was like maybe two months. Good for you. But then. He's like, holla back, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm like, and he's like, I'm not going to be a rebound, girl. It's not happening. <laughs> so the show goes on. And we get like friendly. And we're backstage. And people are like watching him give me massages and stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to say no. We close on the 5th and then May 6th, the day after. He's like, do you want to be my girlfriend? I was like, yes, damn it. <laughs> I time. was ready back in October, you douche. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say, uh, being in that production and everything that was going on, it was, it was like a nice... It was a nice group of people. I mean, there were a lot of kids in the show, and all the kids were getting along. Everybody was having fun. And all the adults, you know, it was a bunch of people who had worked together. So uh, there was, like, a huge group of us. And it was just, it was, it was a feel-good kind of show. Um, but overall, you know, it, it, it was nice because when you can get a nice core group of people like that and to play together, you just, it, it makes for a better experience, even with yeah. all the craziness that yeah. was going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a lot. It, it helps out. Actually, if Amanda Palmer hadn't pushed him, I don't know if you would have asked me out, but... Oh, so yeah, she, she helped a little yeah, bit? Yeah, she kind of... <laughs> thanks, Amanda. She kind of nudged him in the direction. Nudged him along. Nice. Yep. So, uh, let's see. You go and you do some makeup work. Yes. Um, for Rick again, right? That growing stage? Uh, yes. Well... I was in Angels in America oh, okay. at Rick, which really... was ridiculous. Um, the part I played, we only did the first part, which is like three hours long, right. and then there's the second part. And mm -hmm. the part I played, 
it gets broken down into four different characters. So I started off as like a 70 year old rabbi, then like a 60 year old doctor, then I played Hannah the mother, and then a dead woman, Ethel, which was my favorite. Um, that was the most challenging acting experience I've ever had because I couldn't rely on my jokes right. that I like to do. Right. It was all serious <laughs> and I had to have four defined characters and it was all dramatic and it was very rewarding. Um, I actually got first runner up for this like scholarship thing. Nice. So that was fun, but another time where I had to do makeup and mm. that time I started off old and eventually just wiped off some of the makeup as it keep, went on. Keep wiping it down. I'm like, all right, how old am I now? Okay, we're good, we're good. And keeping the makeup thing going, we roll right into orange faces. For Willy Wonka. Not even just the orange faces for Willy Wonka, because you decided to change things. I had to age teenagers, and then the grandparents, except John St. Martin, were three teenagers. So I had to age Gian, uh, Ashley, um, Carlton, and then I forget who the third one was. How old was Gian then? Well, he was young when he was Bye Bye Birdie, and this was just right after that. So he had to be maybe 13, 14. And his little chubby face. (laughs) Yeah, we did a lot of age reversal. That was the first time I did anything weird in a show. Yeah, it was a lot of work for me. uh, I changed up, you know, I made all the adults kids, all the kids adults, uh, which worked out great. It was really fun, and it was was neat for the show. Just upset I didn't get to um, see much of it. Yeah. (laughs) Turn an oompa loompa. That was a fun tech show though. It was a big tech show. We had the flying for yeah, that. that was we had the walk of Vader, the, uh, the, the candy fizzy boat. lifting drink, the, the yeah. 16 oh. foot candy boat. Oh, oh my god, god that thing is so big. I remember trying to move that thing with people on it. Yeah, oh, from behind, just pushing yeah. it forward. Oh yeah, just, I thought you guys were going to go right oh, into the pit. I, I still remember the, the, the first oh test, like before we, in, there were revisions on that boat, but right. the first test, I remember it was like me, Curtis, Eugene, maybe, uh, maybe Mike Landry or somebody, and we're pushing this thing with people on it. And like literally, I'm pushing till my feet are sliding on the stage, and this thing's just not, not fucking moving. moving. It was huge. It, <laughs> it was, was just huge. not moving. I remember sitting downstairs watching on the monitor. I'm like, it's going in the pit today, guys. Yeah. So oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But it's you know what? It was so heavy that even if they did move it, it it yeah. it stopped. It was yeah. on wheels, but it would not roll because there was a lot of weight. Plus, it was like nine people on it, so it doesn't yeah. help. And we're just like during the scene, you know, I'm laying back there with Curtis, just, just chilling for the scene. Yeah, like, yeah cuddling. All right, <laughs> oh, Curtis. That was a great show. Curtis, thanks for letting me be the big spoon. <laughs> yeah, that show, that was that was great. Yep. We had a lot of great special effects in that show. Um, you know, and, and Ashley doing the makeup and stuff like that. The chocolate scent. The chocolate scent uh, that was provided by yeah. Athena's. That was speaking of Curtis and, uh, yeah. and Jen. Yeah, we got to get them on the show. I gotta get, that would I gotta be, that would be fucking that awesome. That would be amazing. Um, so uh, you've, we finished with Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, and you are doing some shows with Bristol Community Theater? I right? did one show with Bristol Community Theater because it was during the summer and... Um, Someone from Rick was directing, and she's like, well, I know you can do a Russian accent. We're doing Fools. Why don't you come down and give it a try? And I'm like, all right, cool, no problem. Thinking I would get cast as the older people, because <laughs> that's what I get. Right. And I show up to the audition. I'm the youngest person there. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's the only time I've ever played the ingenue. Uh, I'm not the ingenue type. Uh, I just don't have the look. I don't want to play the ingenue. They're boring. But they were like, hey, let's have her do it. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> you have the best accent. You can do it. So it worked out fine. It's where I met actually Ryan DeWolf. That's oh, where nice. we met. Sure. 
He was in the show. Um, I had my first stage kiss. I'm like, all right. Was it with Ryan? No, oh. it was with this very, very, very gay man, uh, Chuck. I love you. Um, <laughs> and now you're still with Brian at this time. I'm still with Brian. you guys are dating. Yep, still dating. He actually, uh, at that time, lived in Warren, and rehearsals were at uh, Roger Williams University. Oh, okay. So I was like, hey, I have rehearsal. I'll stop by your parents' house, and we'll hang out. So everything's going along. Air quotes, hang out. <laughs> Two-hour make-out sessions <laughs> in the Applebee's parking lot. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Lopes. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm being good. <laughs> So that happened. The one and only time I've ever played the Ingenue. It was a good time. Um, and then you go and you do some stuff uh, for Theater Works. Theater Works. Which, is another, yes. which was a local company. Yes. They were right down the hill from us uh, yes. at the Stadium Theater. Ugh. One that has gone to the wayside, unfortunately. It is unfortunate. Um, they did a lot of great shows. They um, did. did. they do like a lot of big musicals? When they would do their big musicals, they yeah. would do them at the Stadium Theater. But when they, and they did some musicals in their space. Yeah. They had a nice little theater. Um, I actually got a chance to work with them. Uh, and I know you've done a few shows with them. Yes. I actually got my first actual lead with them in indoor outdoor where I got to play a cat that was a great show and my favorite scene I've ever done in my entire career was at the end of act one where I got up and I was mad at my human who was played by Mike Harrison I was mad at him so I got up on top of the desk squatted over his computer and pretended to take a shit (laughs) as cats do it was my favorite thing and at that point my parents had gotten cats so (laughs) I knew what they looked like when they were taking shits and when they were mad, so I knew how to squat. And uh, now, was that the show where you met Andrew? Because Andrew yes. played the other. Yes, that is cat, where I met right? uh, Andrew Matera. Right. Yep. Who will later go on to be in one of your uh, yep. more mystery shows? Yep. <laughs> so I did that. I did another show with them, like right afterwards, spreading it around. Right. Um, where I played, I was Tim Delisle's fiance or wife. <laughs> nice. It was awful. I. Used to I don't remember much of that show. The show was good. I just don't remember my part that much. <laughs> I think I was a bitch. That sounds about right. Um, and then another show I did with them was um, 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling oh, Bee. That's right. Yeah. I remember it, seeing that. That was another great show. Which I got to play one of my dream roles. I don't have many dream roles when it comes to musicals because I know my limitations. Every theater person <laughs> has their bucket list. <laughs> And I got to play Logan Schwartz and Gruvenier. I was like, she sings with a lisp. She has gay dads. I can do this. <laughs> that was a great so show. So it was fun. Now, Brian, Brian ended was up in that as well. Playing uh, Leaf Coney Bear, the um, special. That's a that's one special. way to say it. <laughs> One and for anyone who knows Brian, knows that podcast is a reason. Yeah, with his cape and his helmet and his pinwheel. That's right. That was great. And I loved it because we had to bring audience members up on stage to spell with us. That's right. And I got to bug the crap out of them. One night it was Gian, and I, I kept. He sat. He made the mistake of sitting in front of me. That was his mistake. He sat in front of me. I took his number and I hung it on his ear. He would try to move it. I'd slap him and I'd put it on his other ear. I told him you're gonna spell everything wrong. I just. <laughs> lean up right up to him. I don't think that was the night I saw it. I, th- I, I can't remember who went up uh, when uh, we saw it, but it was a great show. That was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, so meanwhile, as you're, you're, you're jumping around to these other companies, you come back for another Christmas carol. Yeah. You, like you said, you play the charwoman again. Again. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't escape it. It's like, you know, you can, you can play that part 
every year and it'll be different every time because every director has a different way that yeah. they want it to, to, to happen you know I, I feel like though that so that year that you're talking about where you play the charwoman this time that was the, the scene, Kevin Tebow one. yeah that scene, was well, the Kevin Tebow one Technically, Part, okay, no, we gotta, we gotta, yeah, yeah. spade to spade. It was the Kevin Tebow show okay. with some help from me. <laughs> Air quoting the help. So let me let me just say the, the help. Uh, so by the time I was involved, there was no Kevin, really. He didn't come around as much yeah, towards the as, end. Yeah. as much. Mentally, yeah. I don't think there ever really was a Kevin. <laughs> okay. It was during that yeah. show where I was like, I can direct. Like, I'm, <laughs> you're like, if this is no, how it works, no I can offense, do this. Kevin, if for some reason you're listening, <laughs> we had jokes, but dude, not so See, I, and I've always said, I've even though I had to step in, it really helped him out a lot. He was always open to it. Yeah. It, it wasn't one of those situations where we, we had to fire him. I stepped in and took the yeah. whole show no, over. No. Literally, I worked right alongside of him. And he was trying to do a show that he would think was funny. Yeah, for, he, he, was, he was doing the he show for think, him. He, exactly. He was doing the show for him. All yeah. the little funny jokes that he was trying to throw in there were for him. He wasn't thinking about an audience that no. was going to come and see the show. So it was like, I was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta open the scope up. You gotta, you know, it's funny for you and me. I'll laugh at it too. But not everybody's got to think no, that's funny. So no. we got a lot of go. It's not like you're doing it in a black box <laughs> exactly, little theater. Exactly. Come yeah. on. And plus, we're still trying to deliver. It's Christmas Carol, you know. Yeah. We're, we were doing it every year at that point, and it, it had to be a traditional, recognizable at times, you know. I still, so that, that year that you did The Charwoman, mm -hmm. since then, like the year since then, I feel like the scene has the same, like that, that, was, that year was big. It was probably the best scene in the show or the most memorable scene mm -hmm. for a lot of people you talk to and like since the, there's been a lot of elements from that year that have kind of not the whole thing but have bits you know, of it have influenced you know what i'm gonna agree with that years. because i don't think that's a directorial choice i think that's an actor. the actors yeah. who have seen us do christmas I, I carol agree. are taking that as oh that's a good way that's to portray this it's yeah. kind of like a standard yeah. and it's true and i think they've all, i think everybody that's done it since then saw that year absolutely and has it's there's no way for them to not be influenced by that scene and sometimes a lot of the years it was the same people even when you direct it later on yep. you know it's even though you know you, you're still putting your 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 yeah. flair on it i think it's the actors it's become it's such an iconic role that people see it you know it's setting that precedent and and it's just it's a great scene everybody loves that scene so they're yep. all trying to do that Hard Cockney accent. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I don't. What are you gonna do? I try, they try. to work with them. <laughs> I try. I try to work sometimes with them. Sometimes you get it. Sometimes there, you don't. There have been years with issues with the accents. Yeah. <laughs> right. Years. Mm. Um, so also at TheatreWorks, you do Norman. Is that you? Yep. Where I played a prostitute. Nice. In, in lingerie. Very yep. skimpy. Absolutely. Yep. Actually, I was a little pretty more covered up. Pretty more covered up. Yeah. Pretty more, pretty more I, covered up. Uh, I was pretty covered up. As shows go, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then right after that, we roll into the vagina monologues, uh, which we actually got a chance to talk about on one of our last podcasts. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, those shows. Every time we've done it, now you didn't do it. You didn't do it the first. I year didn't. We did it. I was going to, but then something came up, and it had like conflicts. I'm not sure. I think what we happened. changed the date. I think. I that's, think that's something what it happened was. where we were supposed to do it on a certain day, and we ended up having to change it. Yes. Um, and that really screwed up. So a bunch I wasn't of able up. to be there for the first right, one. Right, 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 right. So, but you ended up doing it the second the time. The second time. Uh, yeah. And you literally took over what we were considering the leading role of the show. It was kind of like the 
not a narrator because there's no narration to the show, but you were like the, the core. You know, you introduced the show, you got it moving along at the beginning, and then, you know, you get to, you, you sat in the middle. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. You were in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that, again, that, oh, such, it was, it was it was when we talked to um, Meg that we, we talked about, because she didn't do it. She did it the first time, but not the second time. And then she came back and she did it a few times yep. after that. Because yep. uh, we've done it a bunch of times now. Yeah. Um, and that's such just a great show. Uh, and you got to do my favorite monologue in that show. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. My second favorite. Of course, my wife's book. Yeah, my your favorite. wife's is your favorite well, monologue. Gotta cover mean, my she, ass she right there. Too. <laughs> yeah, my wife is the angry vagina. Yes. Uh, as is in real life. Um, and you got to do. <laughs> I got to do cunt. You got to do cunt. That's okay. the best one in the whole show. At this point, I have like a lot of stage time. I don't really get nervous before heading out on stage. Even like opening up the show, I'm like, all right, this is fine. I can be funny. It's vaginas. Woohoo! Every time I do that monologue, I stand up and my heart just like sinks into my stomach because it could go one of two ways. And I don't know if they have sharp objects with them. <laughs> they actually sell them at the snack bar. They're like, here, here's your pokey stick. <laughs> it's funny because, so for people who haven't seen it, you know, and which is probably. 95% of our male listeners, unfortunately. Yeah, actually, you know, you know I'm going to say, we've done it four or five times, last and I've time was the, the male highest. audience yeah, yeah. growing last every time, time we do it. Because yeah. I think that the stigma originally was, oh, this is a man-bashing show. Right, yeah. right. Don't go and see it. But I, it's I didn't really know what not. to expect yeah. the first yeah. time. You're know, like, hey, you're going to do sound for it. And I, I think the first year that I did it, uh, that show, it was, I think it was the Athena sponsored. It was the Athena sponsored. literally looking around the room, for guides, I think it was like, me and you. There was like five. And, yeah. You count them on one hand. Seriously, it's it was very. But the last time there were a lot. But it is. It's a great. It's a great show, and that, that monologue. And there are. I, I had people that I knew that after were like, I love the whole thing, but you know, we really could have done without using the c word. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that's the best part. That is fine, but. I wish that there was more to that monologue, like reclaiming it. Right. Like it's just a little meteor. Yeah. Just a little something more. Because it's like, all you're it's doing like a is, quick description and then a breakdown of the word. Yeah. And it's like, you want to reclaim it, but you're not supporting Same your why. thought. Yeah. Right, as to why. It's just like, yeah. Ugh. But I mean. But it's still fun to do. Last time we did it, uh, I got up and I said, I call it cunt. And I hear like people in the front row go, <laughs> so then I go, no, wait, wait, wait. Fell over. <laughs> I even I was like, no, 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 just just listen. We're we're gonna get past this. You hear you someone would... starting to say the rosary. Yeah, I was like, just, just stay with me. Just just hold on a little bit longer. And I think I converted a couple of them. But <laughs> nice. I haven't been torched or anything, but I still love doing it. But I get nervous every time beforehand. It's it's a hard one for me because I'm so morally opposed to to the profanity and, um, and the sharp C word. and I know. I, I can see that about you. you know, yeah. You're holding it, your rosary right, right now. It hurts so. me. Right. It does. Um, <laughs> actually, okay, so we do vagina monologues. Yes. Uh, but a little bit before that, we actually skipped over. Um, you and Brian, I believe, together write a show yes. for us to perform. Now, we were kicking around around the idea of doing a murder mystery. Uh, you can go online. You can find all kinds of scripts. But we were like, well, why find a script? when we could probably have somebody write it. I was originally supposed to write the script, but I didn't have time. Because oh, they, yeah. they had I me doing that. every other freaking show under the sun. It was ridiculous. Um, and I think around that time, um, it was, uh, what was it? Um, 
we were coming off of some big show. And I was like, I just, I just don't have time to do it. Yeah. So um, I know Kathy approached you to you do it. You had originally asked me to be in the show. Right, right, right. I was like, yeah, sure. And yeah. then and when it I never had... came to fruition. Yeah. I was like, you know, my, my idea was I was just going to kind of do like some kind of, I don't know, reunion thing or something like that. And yeah. then they took it and they wrote this fantastic script, which <sighs> once it was written in itself, it was a good script. But when she cast it and allowed the cast to start playing around, um, you know, some of the jokes that developed in the process became literally part of the script. And I even think when you did a rewrite of it, you put a lot of those jokes in just to, to keep it there. That was that was so much fun. That was it was fun my show. first time directing. I was like, I can't fuck this up. <laughs> I can't fuck it up. I didn't like any of the scripts online, so I was like, screw it, we're writing this. And right. it almost broke us up a couple times, but So what was that process there. like, the two of you writing? I mean, was it like, okay, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna bounce ideas off each other, or did you write a section? He'd write how how did you guys work? We sat down and we figured out, okay, these are the characters we need. We gotta figure out how they're all connected, and we work together and then I would do a lot of my own little writing and he would sit there and wait and he'd sit there and he's like, I don't know if I like that. And then I'd get mad and then he would write something and I was like, I don't know if I like that. And then he'd get mad, but mostly we did write it together and it it worked out really well because he's really funny. I have a tendency to be funny. So (laughs) we have our moments. So it just really worked out. And we had asked a couple people ahead of time before we even started writing it. We're like, would you be interested in doing this? Like my friend Sean from Rick, my friend Kelly from Rick. And Sean is this big nerd. I was like, he, we have to write this part for him. So that made it easier. Well, once you start, yeah, once you start typecasting them as, okay, he's the nerd and she's the goth and that's the jock and that's the drama kid. That made it easier. And then we finished and we read it and we're like, all right, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And we heard it. Out loud at the read through, and it was great. Oh, now, this is before we were even in the marquee room. This is when we this were was still in the lobby. Uh, doing yeah. in the lobby. We talked about this when we we sat down with Megan. Yep. Um, how difficult it was because you have to like be loud at one side of the room so everybody else on the other side could hear you, and they were drunk. Now, for me, um, I know originally when the show was done, they had cast somebody else as um, the the jock. And uh, he, I don't know, did he drop out or he just yeah, he couldn't do out. it? He, he just wasn't to. able to do it. He um, said he had things come up. He just didn't want to do it. He just didn't want to do it. So luckily they asked me to do it and I'm glad they did because I had more fun doing that show. Because again, I got to be, <laughs> you know, a dick. And I like being a dick. <laughs> we all have those characters that we just... <laughs> we're just so good at it. Oh. Um, but like I said, the writing was really good and it was a lot of fun. And having that freedom to actually play off each other. Uh, you know, and me and Brian created a couple lines. I'll save those lines for when we get him on the show because that'll be fun to talk about. But you know that that chemistry, and yep. again, it was like you picked all your friends and all the people yes. you knew to be in so it. So we all knew each time. other, and it was a lot of fun. And yeah, that was that was great. And we actually did that show a couple of times. I um, say like five. We times? did it a bunch, and I know um, I know some minor switches to people. As a matter yeah. of fact, there was a time you weren't even in it because yep. you had other stuff going on. So somebody filled in for you. But I can honestly yeah. say I was an original from the beginning to the end, and I did every time because yeah. I have no life other than <laughs> you know, well, directing every other show whatever. right that's what it is I'm there anyway um, but it was fun that was a lot of fun and you know what it's a great script we did it in the um we did it downstairs in the lobby a bunch of times there's no reason you couldn't bring that back up to the marquee oh, room and do it again like that oh, great, you know it's such a good it. script and if someone hasn't seen it it's just it is it's a lot of fun it hasn't been done in a while so I'm wondering if people it's would, maybe it's time you know if, maybe I'll do a little rewrite yeah it's been a few, add, few some, years uh, right 
Well, the nice thing is it took place in the 80s. Well, was it 80s? Uh, 90s. And it took place in the 90s. It so it, it's got some dated jokes reunion. to it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a 15-year reunion. Yeah. So, you know, it, it fit nice. Yeah. And you can, basically, it's 15 years from whenever your, yeah. the ages of your cast kind of make it work that way. So it, it, it pretty much can be whenever and yeah. follow a timeline, which is pretty cool. Yep. So we got that going on. So you're, yep. you're getting busy. Now you're directing shows yep. uh, for Encore. And... Um, We've done the vagina monologues, and then we go into the big musical, which has a huge significance um, to oh, Ashley's life. Uh, we do the full Monty. Yes. And I'm not just saying the significance of lots of penises around. <laughs> I mean, when am I not there, surrounded by penises? There, there was significance. There was, There's a lot of significance. There was a, and, and again, that was another one of those shows where... Um, we had an amazing cast. And it was like a lot of people that we had worked with. We had a few new people, um, but for the most part, it was like a lot of core, really talented yeah. people. And um, that show was just, it was so much fun. It was such fun. I got to be in it for five minutes. I, I actually played you were your my new boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, Brian played the, your ex-husband. My ex-husband. And yeah. I played uh, the boyfriend. Now, this is a funny little tidbit but for anybody who doesn't know us or anything and we've mentioned brian a bunch of times now <laughs> i don't know why but a lot of people think him and i look alike i don't know how you don't see it i don't see it so i, I play along you just know when to, i look at a mirror i see horns and i don't i don't uh, i don't see i don't really see it either i don't see it i don't see yeah. it although i'm not gonna lie to you i ran into him the other day uh they were rapping run for your wife because he's in run for your wife um and he was kind of dressed up nice and his hair was cut and uh, my son got out of the car and we were walking over and for a split second he goes hey Daniel how's it going and my son looked at him and didn't recognize him and I was like that's really weird because he knows who Brian oh, yeah, is he loves and Brian. It was, I think it was because he was cleaned up and he's not used to seeing him dressed up and stuff like that and for a slight twinge I was like Maybe this is what people talk about. And I'm like, and then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? No. Yeah. I was in your wedding. I've seen him and me yeah. side by side in wedding photos. There's nothing there. Except for the fact that one of his aunts thought I was him waiting for people to come into this. Yes. Yeah, we'll get into that story with yeah. him when we see it. But, so we're doing the full Monty. Yes. Actually, I wasn't even supposed to play Pam. Uh, I was originally cast as Susan. And you, that was the one time you told the cast to be off book before the read-through. So we're driving to the oh, read-through, right. and I remember looking at Brian, and I'm like, how awful of a human being am I if I wish that the woman playing Pam just drops the show? And she did. She did. We, yep. get, to, we get to the first read-through, and you're like, you off book? I'm like, yeah, I have like five lines, whatever. He's like, not anymore, you're playing Pam. Yeah, and my right. I was I like, did about she that. die? <laughs> I was so upset. No, she dropped. I yeah. can't remember what her reason was, but she did. Yeah. But it's nice because, you know, would we find out I could look within the cast and I could figure out how yep. we're gonna make some changes and stuff like that. Yep. And we had had a few ensemble girls who were um, just there to be factory workers or wherever yep. it was you were supposed to work. And we were able to um, just move you over and slide someone into that. And it worked out great, it worked yep. out really well. Um, and then, um, show. yeah. It was so much fun. Every night the show would close I got to sit in the box. That was this was a moment. The way we blocked the show was the the guys are on the stage dancing, and I put the people in the cast who were supposed to be watching the strip in the box seat, and I'm sitting there with uh, Ashley and a couple other people, and I'm supposed to be the only one not having a good time. Matter of fact, I get up at one point and I leave. Yes, it's going on. Somewhere. But I just remember the hooting and hollering, and I'm trying not to laugh because this one's <laughs> swinging her arm over her head. She's getting into it, and I'm like, 
even it's like it's acting but at the same time it's like i'm trying so hard to not lose it and i'm like trying to be mad but i can't because it's fun and and i can see the audience so well and they're They're reacting to it and then you know you get an eyeful of dick and i run away (laughs) i did not have context at that point so i didn't see see anything anything. oh we were we were so good about timing and and the light there was just one I, night, I, though. I caught an angle. I was like, oh! Yeah. I just, one, one night, the, the timing was a little a little off. But that whole, the lighting at the end of that, yeah, it, it looked so cool, well, too. Yeah, it was, they were all backlit, yep. and the yep. shadow, the, uh, the, light went, the curtain came yep. down fast yep. with the shimmer curtain. So one of, one of the rehearsals, Brian comes up to me, and he says, listen, he says, um, would it be okay with you if I... Proposed to Ashley. I was like, what the fuck are you asking me for? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Not realizing for a split second that he wanted to do it on stage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, in, in typical Fred fashion, I was like, well, <laughs> stop and think of a reason. I'm like, uh, well, I guess we could work it. You're like, it's kind of tacky. Yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, we're doing and, and seriously, I'm like, not that I thought it would overpower the show or, or take away from her or anything like that. I was just like, where the hell are you going to fit something in like that? And I was like, I said, you know what? Yeah, we'll do it. I said, come and see me after and we'll talk about it. So I didn't see him for like the rest of the night. And then like maybe like 10 minutes before he's getting ready to do it. I was like, listen, curtain call will happen. We won't close the curtain. We'll, everybody will do their bow. Because they had to all have their robes on because they were naked yeah. five seconds ago. And all had, they had time to put their robes on so they all bowed in robes. Yep. So I remembered being up on stage. And um, I was actually off to the side a little bit. And uh, everybody just standing out there. And he, he was able to... Come over and, and now, did you see it coming? I honestly, okay, this is how <laughs> stupid I am. It's our three year anniversary. We promised each other we weren't going to get gifts. I got him like a frame anyway, just whatever, with a picture of us. So he's, he steps forward from bows. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? I was like, mm, show's over. Close the curtain. Let's go. Close the curtain. And Fred's starts, freaking out. Close the curtain. <laughs> I, I did kind of look back at you. I was like, what's he doing? Um, so he starts talking. He's like, uh, thanks for coming to the show. It happens that this is Encore's 15-year anniversary, and our next show coming up is Footloose, and it's directed by this beautiful woman. And he walks over to me. I'm like, are we trying to get people to come on audition? Like, it's my first time doing a musical director-wise. So I was like, all right. And he's like, and today happens to be our three-year anniversary. And he puts his arm around me, starts bringing me center stage. And then the pit starts playing our song. And I'm like, oh, how cute he's going to sing to me. <laughs> because I love when he sings our song, which is Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flatts. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And his whole family is there because they wanted to come see the show because he's the lead. I'm like, that's so cute. And he's like, he's like, I'm like standing there and I'm just, I'm waiting for him to sing to me. And he's like, I don't know where I would be without this woman in my life. And I just have one question. And he, he was wearing shorts because I made him wear shorts. I was like, God forbid the robe pop open when you're, when you're bowing. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out the ring and I just completely, I'm flabbergasted. I don't know what to say. I didn't, I honestly thought he was just going to sing to me. That's it. That's it. And then he pulled out the ring. I can't say anything. My he asked me to marry him, and all I could do was nod my head like frantically because I couldn't. For the first time in my life, I was speechless. Right. Surprise. <laughs> um, and he got up and he hugged me. And you all, I look around and you're all taking pictures. Oh yeah, there's you're a nice video. Yep, there's a nice it. video like, on Facebook of it. You fuckers knew. Everybody knew. Mm. Well, again, yeah. Brian came to me and he was like, yeah. you know, is it okay if we do this? And I was like, yeah. yeah. Whatever. 
That's so then so the curtain closed and everyone comes rushing and hugs us. Now my parents didn't want to see the show because they didn't want to see Brian naked. They're like, we really... I can understand that. They're like... <laughs> I didn't want to see the show because I didn't want to see Brian yeah. naked. They're like, we, we've known him for three years. You're dating him. It's a little weird. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, you don't have to see it. I was a little bummed. I was like, you know, I kind of have a big part, but whatever. Right. Not a big deal. So then I remember Lauren, who was costuming, came over. She goes, you have to go out into the audience. I was like, I'll get out there eventually. She goes, no, 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 your parents are here. I didn't even know that he <laughs> snuck my parents in. They didn't see the show. They came at intermission. They sat in the lobby. They waited until they heard the last hoorah. Right. And then they snuck in. My brother had the video camera. Nice. He snuck off to the side oh, and he cool. videotaped it. So, so they really didn't want to see Brian. <laughs> no, they really didn't. They, they waited a bit. Like, yeah. they're, they're smart. Yeah, this yeah. guy's joining the family. We don't want to see that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's such a cool story. Yeah. No, we met great. because of Encore. That's and right. That's right. And then, cool. so how, again, remind me, how long was it between the engagement and the actual wedding? Like a year and a half. It was a little year and a half. Yep. So there was some time. Yep. And uh, I got to attend the wedding. Matter of fact, I was in the wedding. Yeah. And it was a great time. We had so much fun. Um, you know, and it's great because, you know, you get to have your family and all that, but you get all your theater friends there and you did some theater theme stuff oh, yeah. on your, the on your table and stuff like, like that. Um, and, yep. Yeah, that was really cool. And fun. you had a Beauty and the Beast cake. Yes. Right? My That's cake, right. which had like theater curtains on it. That's oh, right. yeah. I drank a lot that night. <laughs> I didn't. I was too busy dancing and running yeah. around. Yeah. I opened the tap. Oh, yes. You know what I remember? Oh, this is awful. I'm going to share it anyway. <laughs> it just popped in my head. So... After a lot of shows and rehearsals, we go do karaoke uh, at a shitty bar near oh, the house, never, uh, near the theater. Ne- that's never a good idea. Never. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Usually, if I'm not too inebriated, I can I can carry two in a little bit. Ninja Turtles. I would do Turtle Power. That's my signature song, <laughs> and everybody knows. Yeah. So um, it just so happened that the guy who DJs at the shitty bar we were going to, you got as your DJ for your wedding. Yep. So we were good friends, Search, and. Yep. Uh, so he's got the karaoke equipment, so I know he's got that song. So I was like, oh, you got to sing it. You got to sing it. I remember putting it off and putting it off, and eventually I had a microphone in my hand, <laughs> and Turtle Power comes on. Oh, no. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I could bust out Turtle Power right now and sing that song entirely, <laughs> and it would sound um, coherent, if you will. You don't have to, though. I'm not going to. Okay. Trust me. I'm not, I'll, I'll spare you. <laughs> However, I do feel I may have embarrassed myself at the wedding because I tried singing that song. <laughs> Ew. I could. It was so fast. It was in. Sure, it, it was. was so yeah, fast. He, he sped it up just Holy for that shit. night. Holy shit! I yep. was like, it just felt like it was going so fast. I was like, oh, I couldn't sing. <laughs> it was insane. I was like, what is? It's going so. Fast. I was like, I, I, if if it wasn't his equipment, I would have done a mic drop and just walked away from it. It was that bad. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. But uh, no, that was a lot of fun. That wedding was great. Uh, but and the funny thing is, even in the year and a half leading up to it, we're still doing lots of shows. Yep. Um, you know you. You're, you're directing now. You you direct Footloose. Footloose. Um, and then you actually get involved in some of the other shows. You're in Lacage. I directed Lacage. Oh, that's right. You did direct Lacage. You were supposed um, to. I was supposed didn't to. Didn't want to. Decided at the to last me. minute. I was like something. Again, it was like I had been doing so much. It just you it, sometimes you need a break. I do. I know? do. And it's like and, and and that's like one of my favorite shows. I love that show. We had just gone to New York City. We took my niece to see it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, Kelsey Grammer was in it. Uh, it was a phenomenal show. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, it's one of my favorites. We had seen it done at Community Players. Um, I love that show. 
And it was literally, I was so burnt out. I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was like, drag um, queens, sign Yeah, no, and I remember, that's right. I remember seeing it. It was such a good show, too. Uh, It had a great cast. Um, I had actual drag queens reach out to me asking if they could be in the show. And the ones that weren't actual drag queens were jumping at the chance to be drag queens. (laughs) I was so surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. That was a good time. Yeah, that I was fun. That show. Uh, and you also, you know, you you stick around at Encore for a while. You end up doing Rumors. Rumors. Uh, right? Up in the Marquee Room? That's, yep. That yep. was the first Marquee Room show for Encore? Yes. First non-musical, anyway, up there. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That was the first one we'd done up there. Uh, little, you know, it's nice because you can do those small casts, more intimate shows up there. It's a, it's a different space. It is. Those poles weren't there. It'd be even better, but... Yeah. I feel like if it was, like, where the stage is, how it's it's long you know it's, yeah it's, it is the shape is odd like if they had done less hallway or something or i don't know like back not make it so narrow back up the right, seats a little right. bit yeah it's, that it's probably would have worked a little, out a little i was just excited to be able to do straight shows again i was like yes yeah right back to no <laughs> and then uh let's see you also do spam a lot oh where <laughs> that was fun. i got to play a dude yes and yeah. you had, played the best yeah. dude in that show i had to learn how to great. tap dance yeah, and sing right. very low but jeff yeah. was very accommodating it was it was so much fun and i had made my own backpack and i was so excited and i told originally who'd Brian, you play in that show i was patsy patsy yeah, that, that was that was funny that was a lot of fun so, Originally, I thought Brian was going to get the part, so I kept teasing him. I'm like, I'm going to audition. I'm going to get it instead of you. <laughs> and what happens? I, I clearly have magic. Nice. He was funny in that show, too, though. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, Lancelot. He, was. he had another good part. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Oh, I laughed a lot in that Patsy show. Patsy was... That was a lot of fun. I would yeah. do Patsy again in a heartbeat. I keep telling you. got nailed with the cow. I... That was my... Favorite. We were listening to Spam a lot today, actually. I was like, and this is when Butterscotch would fall on top of me. Oh, is that the cow's name? No, I named it Oh, you named it. Okay. <laughs> and, I didn't know if it was a technical oh name. God, no. no and, but funny. we didn't get the cow till Tech Week. I was right. like, can we practice this a couple times? Because I didn't know how heavy it was going to be. But <laughs> I'll do Pratt Falls. It's cool. Whatever. Nice. Uh, so you do... Um, you do spam a lot, and yep. then um, what's death by Valentine? Oh, that was another murder mystery. Another murder mystery. That was another murder mystery because we had rested the killer class reunion yes. for a bit because we'd done it like four or five times. Yeah. And then you got involved, and then who directed that? Was that Megan? That, that was Megan. Megan yep. directs that. It was the Valentine's Day yep. reunion where I played Caitlin Arkin's sister. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice surprise. Right. <laughs> Her older sister. Mm, okay. Um, and you also get involved with um, Stadium Night Live. Yes. Which is something new that they've started doing. Yes. It's an improv. improv. Now, is it like an improv troupe or is it just an improv show? Are they a group? They, how, how does that work? They originally wanted it to be like Saturday Night Live. That's the whole premise where they want to do a bunch of sketches and throw in a little bit of improv. And the first time we did it, we were having trouble deciding what sketches to do. So I remember Becca and I were like, hey... Why don't we throw some more improv games in there? Now, I had done improv with a troupe beforehand, so I was comfortable with it. I have no problem making a fool of myself anyway. As we've seen. I don't really <laughs> care. Have you ever seen one of the SNL shows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're a riot. Yeah. They're a riot. So I don't care. So that ended up happening. And I like doing the improv. It was If it's just improv, I'm cool. Like, right. woohoo! But the... Sign me up. The sketches, I'm like... I'll be over here. I mean, I'll just—I'll be in one or two of them when it's time for improv. Right. Which is good because John's like, 
you want to do the improv game? Sure. He throws me in. Like the last you usually time do like the dating years. game. I love the dating usually game. Usually the the, the um, disease or whatever. The, dis- the, oh my God. the first time I had Ebola. Oh, second time great. I had no oh legs. Oh God, it was so funny. So now are they going to keep it going and? There's another one coming. There's out, another one in September yeah. and another one in November. Oh wow! So yeah. definitely still uh, still going. And they've yeah. never repeated a show. It's always new. Yep, it's always new. Always something different. So if 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 it's that kind of show you like with the improv and mixed sketch comedy, um, you could go and literally see it every time, and it's, it's always different. different. Even if we play the same games, it's different because it is different suggestions. And they've actually I've seen everyone that they've done so far. So what they did was. They took a sketch that was really funny uh, the first time they did it, and maybe like the third time they did it, they brought it back with an entirely different story. Like yeah. the characters in the sketch were the yeah. same, yeah. but they did a new thing with it, and I thought that was a great little because uh, I like yeah. those characters. The the stuff that has been written has been has really yeah strong it has it was stuff. it was it was really fun and it, it, he was and and the director would try to bring in like a guest so like. He would have like the first time he did, I think he had Kitty Litter, Kitty Litter, uh, and like three and some other drag, drag queens. queens. So they would like do a little sketch. Then Kitty Litter would do a few other things, maybe throughout the rest of the night. Then the next time he did, he had Frank O'Donnell, and Frank O'Donnell would do like an opening bit, and then he would do a couple of the sketches or improv games. And I thought that worked out really well. It was really effective. Now, so I hope he's able to continue doing so that. So far, some these more. have all been in the marquee room. Right? They've all been so in the marquee, marquee room. room. Yeah. I'm wondering if eventually, you know, if it's if it's different every time, and you're getting you're growing the the crowd. Well, I possibility I, for making I think, it a little bigger. Or? I don't I don't think they'd bring it to the main stage only because they can sell out that room. Yeah, and that's a sellout show. That and with improv, it's it's tough. Up close and to personal. It's more intimate. Yeah, yeah it it's is. tough it's to get a read off people when you're so far away. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. They, they are. They're they're a lot of fun though. Uh, so also you do. Um, you get involved in Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes, where which was uh, Brian got to play his dream role again, third time <laughs> of Judas. Is, yeah, is it still his dream role after the third he, time? He literally could play that. He probably play that every all the time. Day. Yeah, and he's good at it. He though. Loves he's it. so good at it. Every we'll listen to the to the recording, and I'm like, I only hear you now. I I can't Aww. hear it any other and way. And who were you in Jesus Christ Superstar? I somehow magically got into the dance ensemble. <laughs> All those years of just getting tossed into weird roles pays yeah. off. It, it paid so off. And, and, and what do I, I always say? Oh that's why you take yep. ensemble. Yep. You because take you roles. learn. Well, that's what I like about ensemble. Because if you're not a strong singer, you're part of all the choral numbers. So you can work on your vocal ability. Yep. If you want to learn dance, you can learn a little bit here and there. I yeah. auditioned for dance ensemble as a joke. <laughs> Megan, the night I auditioned, Megan and Becca were like, you were the best one up there. I was like, well, then I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Good luck. But it was a good work. <laughs> Out. I put in fake dreads because I wanted to be like all hippie and I remember that yeah those were amazing yeah. Nigel still tells me I should I put said, them I back said, in why did you get rid of those they were heavy sleeping on mm. those was tough <laughs> actually you know I'm looking and, and we actually skipped over show I want to go back a little bit uh, real quick um, after you directed Footloose um, you ended up eventually directing Legally Blonde yes which was oh, a yeah. great show yeah. how did we miss that I I think I scrolled too fast on the mm-hmm. on the sheet I'm, I'm talking and a lot it's okay. And as great of a show as that was, she was also in Thoroughly Modern Millie, where she played Mrs. Mears. Yeah, and that you know Ashley is a great character actor. She she, oh, she for me anyway. Those are the favorite parts of mine that you play. Whenever you're being a weird character of some yep. kind, <laughs> something not so much yourself. Which I don't know if you've ever 
I think the closest thing you've ever played to maybe like a normal person for Encore was probably Pam and yep. Full Monty. Everything else is always like a weird character, and Mrs. Mears obviously being I one of those characters. Wasn't even going to audition for that. Oh show. my god, that was I so didn't funny. even know that show. Yeah. And Megan asked me to work the door, and I was like, all right, I guess I should research it a little bit in case people ask me. And the first thing that popped up was her song. I was like. Fuck, now I gotta play her. Yeah. I was like, shit. It's my first time to be like an actual villain. Right off. Oh, have a, a solo. Point. For me, having a solo, I was shit in my pants, but it was cool and I got to pretend to be Asian. It was a good right. time. Yeah, I, I loved her. Yeah. She was a lot of fun. And of course, doing the voice, it's oh just my a God. riot. So Such an iconic. Sad to be alone yeah. in the land. Yeah, that's so <laughs> And then anytime somebody says something, Similar close to that, I think of you doing that voice, and, and I've and I've seen other companies do it, so it's not like I think of them doing it. And always, I always think of you. I said that's 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 up there for my favorite of your roles. Oh, I think Patsy has it has it beat. Pa Patsy's up there on my list. Yeah. Too. That, <laughs> every every night, yeah, like I, I just good. lost it with the with now, freaking Patsy. Before we get to GCS, and I don't, I didn't see it on here, that's why I skipped over it. Um, we did Les Mis. Yes. And you were in Les Mis both times. I was. The first time I, you had you called and offered me um, ensemble, and I was really trying to get Madame T because she wasn't in a lot. Right. And I was planning the wedding, and the yep. wedding. Right. Oh, yeah. That's it was right. in October, October 5th. And we and went I remember, up. And I remember saying. Brian wasn't going to do it either because of the wedding, yes. right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. And you were like, I don't want to do a lot because my wife was supposed to be in it too. Yeah. She ended up not doing it, but. She, you, you were both like, we're just going to do like one or two scenes. Just like yeah. one or two ensemble first time Just to say yeah. we would be First time it. around, I don't think I was in act two until the finale. Yeah. Just because yeah, I, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't be at the rehearsals. But I got to be a whore and so I got to have a good time. after JCS finished, we rolled into doing Les Mis the yeah. second time. Then you got to be in yeah, a whole like, bunch of times. I was like, can I be in more stuff now? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I regretted it with all the costume changes. There was a lot of costume changes for that show. And you've fun. been immortalized on the side of the stadium I'm theater building. Looking yeah. into my looking cup. Looking into a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've ever driven by the stadium, it's literally the the back of the theater, um, the back where the stage is. Uh, if you're driving up that little side street, you can see the big banner. And Ashley's down in the bottom. Uh, left hand corner and she's yep. got you yellow really on you're wearing no, yellow it's you know what pink you know? oh is it the pink? first time it was pink oh yep. okay so you're looking into your cup yep and it's just so because i was really yeah. good it was the, it was the big master of the house shot it's a cool banner. it is a cool banner it's kudos really cool. to mike scott yes yeah. who took that photo he took a lot of yeah. nice photos for that show that was a good show um so yeah, when we did it the second time, you got to play all those additions. Oh yeah. Shows, which was great, because you know, you weren't as busy with the wedding anymore. I was like, oh, I can actually enjoy it this time. Cool, yeah. yay. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we hit, uh, you just finished Run For Your Wife. Yes. Where you played one of the wives. Yes. Opposite Brian. Where, yep. And my wife. Kevin. Yeah, so. <laughs> Whoa, oh, so, so yeah. So like Brian looks like you. And, uh, <laughs> well, the funny uh, thing is, there was, Kathy told me that she was going to rehearsal and she had to do a photo with Brian. And I was like, why don't you just take one of ours? <laughs> that's <what I> <laughs> You could have just put it on the table and be like, oh, everyone would be like, oh, it's yeah. Brian. But yeah. uh, no, she had one. And I actually went up after the show was done. I peeked at it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Yep. Yeah, because it was a picture of the two of them. And then Ashley had a picture of the two of them on the other side. And, uh, and that was a fun show. Yeah. Uh, and again, being up in the marquee room, you know, uh, a little close, a little hard angles to watch that show um but the set was designed very well where you could see everything no matter where yeah, you were especially when i came out in my see-through lingerie <laughs> oh yeah they were hooting and hollering for her oh, oh. yeah some cat calling yeah. going the, on those 70 year old men man <laughs> they were loving it, Ooh, they were it sugar daddy that's awesome <laughs> 
Um, and that leads us to what we are currently working on, Mary and that Poppins. is the one we call Mary Poppins. Mary fucking Poppins. Yeah. I was gonna say that, but I was like, I'm a Disney fan. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. So and who I, are you playing? I got you covered. And who are you playing in Mary Poppins? I am playing Mrs. Brill. Mrs. Brill, who is the uh, house cook, and she's Cockney and she's sarcastic, and she is me. <laughs> Basically, she's the animated version of you. Basically, uh, and you get to play with. Uh, I'll play with. Let me rephrase that. You get to play along with Mikey Pion, who's yes. playing. Um, Which Robert I was. Tonight. I was actually nervous because him and I have never worked together before. And I was like, I don't know if this kid's gonna like take me seriously. <laughs> if I suggest something, if he's gonna like right, freak right, out. Right. But he's like gone along with yeah, everything. I've been like, I'm like, all right. So at this point, I'm the gonna chemistry slap between you guys you. is really funny. I'm gonna slap. Yeah. I told him it's like at one point during the show, I'm picking you up. He's like, all right. And it's funny because yeah. he's really tall and lanky, <laughs> and he's just he's wiry. He's like all over the place. And I can't wait till we actually get into the kitchen scene oh and we get to play God. with all the effects. Oh, that's that gonna be amazing. Yeah, that's gonna be really fun. I'm so mad. I'm gonna be behind the set. That's right. You're gonna miss all of it, but. We'll have you pulled some strings. <laughs> we'll put you to work. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, there. that's that's coming up. That's actually going to be in October. I'm so excited. So we're in full swing of rehearsals for that. Oh, Matter of fact, we I have one. It's already almost here. We have one more blocking rehearsal coming up, oh, and then shit. the whole show is blocked, and it's just a matter of yeah. review, review, review. So yeah, oh, we got God. a lot coming up with the Mary Poppins show. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. So, uh, what, what's your plans after that? I mean, Mary Poppins will wrap in October. Uh, after Mary Poppins wraps. Uh, in October, I if John will have me, I'll do the November SNL. But I have nothing planned, nothing planned yet. which is the first time in like yeah. you know, the nine years I've well, been doing. Well, I know Encore is planning their 2015-2016. No, I'm sorry, 2016-2017 season yeah. already. It's like yeah. literally there's a meeting coming up. And we're already planning ahead, so we'll definitely have some shows coming well, up. Well, I mean, sure. I, I have a countdown on my phone for certain auditions coming up in January, which is another dream show of mine. Oh, that's right. So. That's right. We're bringing back a show that we did <sighs> that your friend Eric Denoya directed. Yes. And we'll, we'll oh, see. Yeah, we're going to save yeah, that yeah. Little, as we get closer. That's yeah. But that's a big, uh, that's, that'll be a big so I'll announcement. Probably that's called a, uh, a big network tease. Yeah. <laughs> That we just, <laughs> right, so sophisticated. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah well, you'll out. hear in the future, and that would possibly require you to be scantily clad. If that um, is that what you're looking to not, do, not, not the part the you're part going I for. Want. Oh, okay. Mm, not the part I, I see. I see mm. where you're going with that. I see where you're going. I'm getting more and more comfortable with my singing voice. That nice. now I'm. I'm. You're gonna go for I'm it. I'm fucking ready. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So, All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, we've been sitting here talking to Ashley Lopes, having a, a trip down memory lane. You've been with us for a long time. And, I'm not going um, anywhere. John, before we let her go, any issues with Ashley over the years when it comes to the mics? She's usually really good. She's not, no, like, she's not hiding shit no. down in the dressing rooms on the bundles of clothes or anything like that. No, not, no, <laughs> no, hun- no hiding shit. No making me wait 20 minutes before... Uh, I can leave and my food's cold by the time I get there. No, nothing awful like nah, that. No, she's, she's like one of the old pros. She's yeah. really good. I'm usually one of the ones that you're like, you don't need a microphone. You're fine. Yeah, well, that's, actually, that's, that's probably the biggest thing is right. you're one of the, the people that just project. She can project. Yeah, where it's definitely. not usually not a problem. It's just there as a, eh, just in case we get it. Right. 700 people. <laughs> Four or 500, we don't even need it. That's fine. Well, I'm sure you'll be, I'm sure we'll be gearing up getting you 
either on stage some more or behind the scenes is directing. Yep. Um, Scantily clad, maybe so, well, one day. You know, if not this next show, then I'll do makeup and laundry. There you That's go. Fine. <laughs> She'll be walking around the dressing room. They'll be like, "Oh, what costume was that?" She'll be like, "Oh no, no I just, I'm just wearing my house." <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. That's it for this week. I'm Fred Fortier. I'm John Roberts. I'm Ashley Dugan Lopes. And we'll see you behind the act curtain later. You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website at BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at BehindTheActCurtain at gmail.com.